Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. Hello everybody, it's episode 71 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, the podcast, with me, Simon, and Laura. Hello. Who, let's state for the record, does not want to do a podcast right now. <laughs> I've got to bring you up. You know, like, I've been, I wanted to do one yesterday, and uh, we didn't do one, so... And I don't want to get to that thing where it's three weeks and we're like, oh, we better get in and do one. Otherwise, we better not bother. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you think we've got nothing to talk about. Uh, nothing positive. That's I, don't, I hate that when we... But it's life stuff. I know, and, I know. And, it, and it's funny if you talk about the negative stuff in a funny way, I think. Come anyway, on. it's not all been negative, by the way. Half the things I've got <laughs> down are pretty good. Okay. Why are you feeling so negative this morning? Let's start with that. Is it because we didn't do what we did yesterday morning? <laughs> Honestly, we were back on the schools, you see, but we'll come to that. Yeah, all right. Is that why I feel negative? Is it that you've not had your coffee yet? Because I've been waiting, by the way. What time is it now? It's quarter to 11. I've been waiting mm-hmm. since I got up at six o'clock this morning. Yeah. For my coffee. Well, I've done bits you, and... I've you've done... got a new routine, haven't you? No, it's not new. Get out of bed. <laughs> is this what you're doing? I'm not here. No. <laughs> I bet it is and all. Um... I've got my ear out because I'm waiting on a couple of deliveries today, which will probably get brought up at some point in this. So there might be a gap when we have to go and let the man in. You've got a, a card coming and I've got a box of vegetables coming. I've also got, no, there's another thing coming as well. 
So um, let's rewind then. Last time we did was, what was that? That's cats fighting. This cats fighting in the background. Last one we did was New Year's morning. Yeah. And we were talking about the Omicron excuse. Yeah. So we were meant to be cooking for for other people. So for our friends. Yeah. Uh, who are brothers and their significant others. That rhymes. Yeah. And um, the night before we'd done New Year's Eve, we'd had the Omicron excuse uh, Genuine excuse from um, from uh, the Perkins. Yeah. And then the Priors gave us, who had just got back from travelling, gave us the Omicron excuse. Yes. However, both genuine. Uh, but at that point, when we were doing the podcast on New Year's Day, I figured that they're not coming. I thought they weren't coming. And, and fair, like, fine. And when we turned the mics off, I said to you, have you told the other brother... Mm-hmm. That you know, does does he know what's going on? And you're like, yeah, 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 of course they would have spoken. Well, you would assume that two brothers who are coming round to our house would communicate with each other. And by the way, does he still live with them? Not really. Well, I thought he still lived with them, and and right, they, and they had a bit of a falling out the night before because one of them had forgotten okay. to leave the door open. But if they've had a falling out, that means they've communicated. Well, so they should have communicated. Oh, we're not sure if we're coming yet, right? So, so don't try and blame me for this. Uh, no, no, it's no, I'm not. But I, I kind of just sort of said, you know, is that it, they do? They're all aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go back in the house. These cats are having a right old pop yeah, outside. Sound like babies crying. Um, I'm sat on the loo. So this is post podcast. Yeah, you dash back in. I have to stay in here and do the uploading. And business. Yeah, I'm sat on the loo and I've got the, my phone in my hand, which I don't do very often. I don't do the, you know... Toilet reading. Yeah, I don't do that. And I'm sat there, like, just chilling. And I get a text from you, Rick's on his way. Yeah. And I'm like... Came as, as big a shock to me as it did to you. What the... Because... Yeah. The, the dinner was due to be cooked at 2pm, right? Yeah. So, it at this point, it's quarter past two. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. We were waiting to hear... Whether they were coming. Yeah. Right. Now, whilst we do have contact with Rick, brother number two, brother number one is our point of contact, Roger. Well, they they'd kind of, they were the ones that had, I yeah. can't even get the word out. So we were it. waiting for their response on whether they were positive or negative on their airport test. Right. So, other brother, Rick, messaged while I was sitting here. Yeah. Which came as a shock to me. I'm not saying, yeah, no. And I had to message him back and said, what, all of you are coming? Because I figured that message yeah. would have come from Rog. So no, it turns out he, yeah. him and his girlfriend are coming around. But, so I'm sat in the loop, get, you message me and tell me this, and I'm like, WTF, like... The, Where's the food? <laughs> the dinner was meant to be ready, like now. Well, no. No, no, no. We said two to three. Hold on. So the dinner was meant to be ready... And I'd not even switched the oven on at this point. But the dinner wasn't meant to be ready. It was. It wasn't meant to be ready. We couldn't start the dinner until we knew if they were coming. I know, and but we'd it, said to in, each other, in, we'll do it later according on. According to Rick and his girlfriend, it was. And you said this weren't going to be a fun podcast. Right, listen. You're, <laughs> right, stop interrupting, right? According to the other couple, the brother. Yeah. Yeah. They thought it was going to be between two and three. Now, they already thought they were running late because it was like quarter past two. Yeah. So... I'm thinking, oh, so it's still happening. And I've not even started on dinner or to even turn the oven on. So I run out of the loo and I'm like, 
everybody, you know, hands Action on. stations. Yeah. So, I can hear you next door running up and downstairs. Slam. Slam. No, you didn't. I could hear that. No, you couldn't. You can hear it from in here. You couldn't. So anyway, yes. it's nobody's fault. Well, it is. It's their fault for being inept dickheads. But our, the way it was panning out that day, we'd sort of said to each other as we were doing the podcast, it's just going to be us eating. Yeah. So we were going to finish the podcast, go back in, cook for the kids. We'd already done all the prep the day before. Sorted. Anyway, ends up being cooked. Yeah. You did a grand job again. It tasted beautiful. They came round. We had a nice time. But it was, I felt like it was the, and it wasn't the final roast we've had, by the way. Uh, what roast was this? Number five? Something like that? This is since since your birth, birthday brunch. Yeah, that would have been number four. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, so 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 brun- uh, so roast number four Christmas, and this is full on Christmas dinner. Yeah, the fourth full on Christmas dinner we've had this Christmas, and uh, it was lovely. But I think we were all we had the excuse of we don't you know the new year tends to bring a bit of a downer, doesn't it? You know, we're exhausted. I no, I was actually really looking forward to that day, I, but I think in our minds. We had thought it wasn't happening. It so was we, off. We'd kind of gone into like yeah. comfy mode. Yeah. And then, and then, um, the other guys had been traveling and then the other guys had had like a bit of a boozy night. Yeah. So every, and, and New Year's Day is often like that. It's my mum's birthday and she's always said, you know, people aren't bothered. No one's up for it because everyone's either hungover or just tired. We probably do more on a New Year's Day than most. I would say. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, it, it was actually quite nice. Everyone was quite tame. I think we were all... Including us. ...a bit tired. Yeah. I mean, tame as in drinky poos. Obviously, I'm 100% tame. But there was a bit of that. We played a couple of games. We played some games. I don't think... I think everyone had gone by about nine. Yeah, easy. Well, yeah. So it wasn't a late night or anything like that, but it was nice. Yeah, no, it was pleasant. And, I, and lovely to see them all. Yeah, so that was New Year's Day. Yeah. And then... There's oh, and also we'd had the massive rain again. So we we touched on this how it had sort of washed out New Year's Eve. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't sit outside and have pizzas because everywhere was soaking outside. It has continued every day. Yeah, which is remarkable for Dubai because when Dubai rains, you tend to get a day if that, and then you get half an hour of mad rain. Then it's done. Well, they said it's record numbers for for yeah. New Year's weekend or something. I don't know. And if you don't live here. There's often a rumour about, cl- well, they do cloud seeding, which I, I don't know how technical I'm being here. They fly up in the air, they drop something in the clouds, and it makes more clouds, and it makes more rain. Popcorn. Right? I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, but uh, every time it rains heavy, straight away on Twitter, hashtag cloud seeding. I just think it's rain when rain comes. Yeah, but it's um, not rain for what? Two year, no, two nearly years, two years. Months. It's not years. So, you know, we do live in the desert. And um, it's fun when it happens. And then it's all right for a day or two. But a lot of people get disasters like flooding in their houses or... Uh, yeah, well, we've had a bit of flo- uh, water in houses. Roger were coming round, his ceiling went through. Yeah. Um, the roads become very dangerous because sometimes people just aren't used Sometimes cooled off. Yeah, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. So, yeah, they, uh, you know, that, that same thing happened, weather... Really? Yeah, and that's continued. It's still raining now. So that was New Year's Day. Yeah. The following day, the 2nd of January. Yeah. I think we had a really nice day. 
We had our fifth roast. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to say, I always prefer the warmed up roast because the I'm... The reheated roast. Because I'm not in the kitchen cooking it, so I get to enjoy it a bit more. But it's always... I mean, everyone... It didn't taste like a reheated roast and it didn't taste like that on uh, the day after Boxing Day either. Uh, it tasted like a fresh roast. And I think the roast potatoes are better because they're double roasted. Yeah. So, um, but it was just us and the kids. We had... Bit of a tidy up in the morning, then we had the, the roast. Yeah, <clears throat> and then we all sort of vegged a bit. Yeah, we watched a couple of uh, Christmassy things. Yeah, which we'll talk about in the in the uh, recommendation section in a bit. And then you got your Christmas Legos out. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I didn't ask you to no, get them no, out. No, no, no. We've been wanting to get them out, and and it. I think it was that thing of right. It's a day where we've got nothing planned and it's just us and we can relax. Yeah. Now, you'll have heard the tra- if you've been listening to this podcast over Christmas, you'll have heard the trauma of the entire surprise for the entire family getting ruined when Amazon left a package, one of these Beatles limited edition sets on the doorstep yeah. with no wrapper. Yep. So everybody saw the present that I was going to give to the entire family so everyone could do a different Beatle. Ruined. Yeah. Uh, so we've got four Legos. There are four Beatles. Yeah. And, um, you did. Well, I, I didn't want to, I, there are, there's Beatles I might want to do, but it'd be difficult for me now cause I'm loving them all. So it'd be difficult for me to choose. So you let us choose. So I thought you guys choose. So you've got first dibs. You I, went for John. I obviously took John cause yeah. I, I love John and, right. and BP Likes John, so she came with me. So you had Betsy Pearl to help. Yeah. And, and this is how you spell help. H-I-N-D-E-R-A-N-C-E. Um, <laughs> no, she was she was good when she wanted to be. I said to Honey, who do you want to do? George. Yeah. It's funny with Honey and Leo because I wouldn't know who they go for. And they had the option of the other yeah. th- remaining Beatles. And then I said to Leo, who do you want to do? Ringo. Yeah. He's hipster in Ringo, isn't he? No, I think... Yeah, but he, I think it's that thing of... No, nobody, you know, like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody liked or liked Ringo the best. No one's ever, isn't there? Yeah. Been anyone's favourite? Never hear, he's my favourite Beatle yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's normally a two-horse race with a George coming up closely on the third. Anyway, that left me with Paul, which I was happy about because I'm, go- I'm going through a Paul stage. There's no doubt in Paul's talent. and Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there is any doubt in Paul's talent. No, Paul McCartney. What did I say? <laughs> well, you said there's no doubt in Paul Talent. I don't no, think there's any doubt in it. No, what I mean is... I didn't pick him because I felt sorry no, for him. No, what I mean is... <laughs> He's Paul McCartney. I think that over the last few weeks, we've all realised that actually Paul had more talent than we thought he had. And... Get Back has certainly made it, the documentary has certainly... I never for a second thought it was Lennon and McCartney. I always thought Lennon, Lennon and McCartney. Now I think it's Lennon and McCartney. Yeah, exactly. See, like that. that's what I'm meaning. Like, he, yeah. He's definitely the boss of that band as far as that documentary goes in my eyes. Anyway, he's the uh, man. He's the songwriter. Yeah. So um, we sat down to do it and we'd had his dinner and I put a Beatles playlist on, just the Apple Music Essentials playlist. Mm-hmm. which is about four hours long, three and a half hours long, I think it is, but it never repeats a song. And it's just the hits. It's not the album tracks or anything like that. 
So you never heard the same songs twice. Every song was. Do you know how annoying you were? Oh no, another bang! Oh, this is a great song, and I'm like. Jesus, does he have to say this with every song? Because we're all sitting, no, but we're all sitting there thinking. This so is you're a putting song. a negative slant on this. I'm going to tell you this was the best day of Christmas. That time, that couple of hours, <laughs> because as I looked around watching you, everyone's concentrating and everyone's chatting back and forward a little bit, and then everybody, without knowing it, was humming or singing. And I don't know if you picked up on that because you were probably too busy trying to think of all negative things to say about it. But I just sat there looking at you all and thinking about it myself and like. This is so sweet, you know. No, it was nice, but I also thought none of us are talking, so... Oh, but that won't, that doesn't matter. When you get a jigsaw at Christmas, which we normally do, it's there for everyone to pick at, so... But it was nice. These beetle mosaics are two, just short of 3,000 pieces, little round pieces, and you build a mosaic, and you build it in nine squares. Uh-huh. Um, you and I, as I expected... So it through to the bit here. I'm going to say four hours. Yeah. I think you were faster than me. I think I finished before you, but you took a break. Yeah. And I never took a break. Uh, but uh, you and I finished about the same time with John and Paul. Uh, but by this point, Betsy had just gone off, you know. And this is the day before going back to school. Leon, honey, they got about off, both got about halfway and then down tools, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, since subsequently, Honey finished hers when she got home from school yesterday. George is finished. Leah's one square away. Ringo's one block off. Yeah. Yeah, which I, he's going to do today because <laughs> I want to take photos of them all. But it was just a really nice time. I really, I just thought, oh, that felt so Christmassy. I got to the end of mine though. Oh, this is what I want to So the saga of this bloody Amazon Lego. Yeah. Unbelievable. The trauma, the I, yeah. ruined presence, it couldn't go wrong now. It couldn't go wrong, even though we're sat there, we're singing Beatles songs, we're making Beatles. It's perfect. It's my perfect time. Yeah. I finish mine. I'm just about to hold it up. You, you're finishing yours and you go, what's Iron Man? <laughs> Literally that, what's Iron Man? I, uh, the little souvenir thing that you stick in the corner. The Beatles logo. Yeah. Uh, which is almost like a little brand. Oh, yeah. It's the Beatles. It's like the signature, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. On a, on a painting. Yeah. Mine says Iron Man. Yeah. So I've done it all. It's complete. And it, I've got to then stick an Iron Man thing, which I'm obviously not going to do. There is no Beatles one in there. But it took you four hours to make it, right? Yeah. You, so, so you turn around to me, what's this Iron Man? And I'm like, oh, I'll message him. So I got onto Amazon chat. Yeah. I was going to phone him, but I couldn't be bothered. So there's a chat one, and yeah. it's not a bot, it's a real person, but you're typing backwards and forwards. So I get him on, hello, this is what we've done. I don't tell him I've bought four. Uh, got this Amazon Lego, uh, Beatles Lego. Yeah. Exactly what you've just said, the piece is missing. And I can see their typing bubble. So I'm trying to type. I don't want a new one. I just want that piece. And I'm saying to you, hold on a minute, I'm not sending this back. Yeah, four hours. I'm not, yeah. You know, as enjoyable as it is, you're not, yeah. You're not going to want to do it again. Um, so they come back and they say, look, we can offer you a full refund if you want to return. I said, I don't want to return it. My wife's built it. It was a Christmas present for her. She, We just want the piece so we can complete it. Oh, we can't do that. And I said, well, if I send it to your bike to replace, you're going to get a defective unit, which is what happens. And then I think they end up selling them cheap or, you know, yeah, I yeah. don't know. How to do. And then you're going to send me a new one. So why not just open the new one, send me the piece, and then you've got a defective unit. So you've got exactly yep. the same. Yeah. 
oh, sir, I don't think we can do that. And I'm literally on the verge of, fine, I'll send it back, right? And whoever it is on the uh, chat says, I'm just going to speak to my manager, right? Yeah. At this point, you're there. I'm not sending this back. You're not taking it. I'm not doing all of this again. And my perfect, serene Beatles <laughs> afternoon has been ruined. And they come back on. Yeah. It's a Christmas miracle. They came back on and said, how about we give you a full refund, but you don't have to send it back. And they said, we'll give you a full refund, then you can order another one. Yeah. So I, yeah, I can order another one, get the piece. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, no. And I said, do you want me to send you photographs? Proof of course. No, don't matter. Nope. And nope. I just thought, that is customer service that you just do not see anymore. Yeah, well done, Amazon. So anytime now, there's going to be a fifth beetle turning up. Yeah, who, who's it going to be? I've already got plans for it. You don't know about this, you see, because you're not in my world. Oh, you're not no. in mine. Got plans for it already. Say something. Brian. What's Brian? Billy. Brian Epstein, yeah. the manager who died. No, Billy. Billy. Piano guy. What's his name, Billy? It is Billy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the keyboard player. I'm, I'm not doing him, no. Glenn, the producer. Glenn Johns, the uh, producer of that session, no. George Martin, the Beatles producer, he'd be a good one to do, but no. Stu Sutcliffe, one of the original we're not Beatles. having. We're not having Yoko. Pete Best, hey, I didn't even think about it. Yoko would be great. She's in the film. <laughs> she's kind of the fifth Beatle. Pete Best, the original Ringo, he'd be a good one. You're going to have to wait and see. But I have got an idea. Oh, oh listen to that noise. Just remember that noise, everybody. Uh, so that was a lovely day. And then we watched a bit of Christmas telly. We tried to get Betsy to bed. She did the classic child move that she never does. Because we normally go to bed at the same time as her. She did the comeback downstairs. And I knew she'd do it. She's yeah. wide awake. Oh, it's hard though. And because they've gone back so early. Well, do you remember being a kid and doing the comeback downstairs? Yeah. When mum and dad told you it was bedtime and you were wide awake, you'd lay in bed. And it was like you were laying on pins or hot coal, weren't it? You're like, I can't stay in here. Yeah. I can't stay. I'm going downstairs. And my house, when I was a kid, used to come downstairs and I could lay on the stairs and look through a gap in the door and see the telly. And I'd be there for ages thinking, oh, they're going to kill me if I go down. And we've got quiet stairs, so it's a good job we weren't doing anything. So that happened to some friends of ours recently. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. If if the kids have listened to the Shagvent kind of episodes, they'll know the oh. chances are they're going to come downstairs and it's fine. No. Oh, so okay. she came down and... Uh, we weren't mad at her or anything because we just knew. And then she literally, pretty much as soon as she come down, she laid on your lap. She just needed a little cuddle. Sparkle. Yeah. And then we were up for the school run, which was just a little bit of a shock to the system. This is even to me, insomniac. Well, it's and it's still dark in the morning at the minute. Well, we've been going to bed two, three o'clock in the morning every night over Christmas. Yeah. Watching telly, watching films. Been getting up about eight, which is when it's light. Yeah. So to suddenly have to get up at half five, have me shower, go downstairs to walk dog. The dog. Even I, the dog's not up. I mean, yeah, the dog's <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you doing? Dog's sat eating quality streets. And every morning, I mean, it's only two mornings, isn't it? So we're only yesterday. But both mornings I've come down and it's been raining. Yeah. And our dog is terrified of wet. Which is good in a way because it means he doesn't fall in the swimming pool, the daft bugger. But 
he's also won't go and do his business outside. He'll just do it inside because of the wet. And then, and I know you're getting more and more angry about him doing that. So both days, this morning especially, we're chucking it down this morning. I thought, well, I've got to walk him. Otherwise, we're both going to come back from our respective school runs to, yeah. you know, little brown marbles everywhere and uh, some puddles. So I took him for a walk this morning. We weren't happy about it. But bless him, he, he knew. Did he keep going? He's been shouting. Well, you know what he did? He came out and did, because what Charlie does is, is he does about a 35 second dad wee on first tree he comes to on palm yeah. tree. And then he does like. The scent, the scent wheeze. About 400 like yeah. two spurt wees all the way around. Yeah. Today he came down, he did his massive wee and then he looked at me like that and started back in towards did house he? and he was like, I've done, look, let's, let's call it what it is. I've done my wee, I'm going back in. But I dragged him round. Did, did his other bits. So that's all right. Oh. Um, being back on the roads was weird. Yeah. Yeah. And t- today it was actually raining whilst quite hard whilst in the car. Yeah. And having your wipers on and, and it, it just because the roads aren't very good out here when they're wet. And no. Yeah. Because uh, people aren't used to it. Yeah. I likened it in my diary to it feeling like I've been in a coma. And Honey said it. Funnily enough, the first day I took her out, we got to the end of the road. She's not. I don't think she's been out of house. <laughs> we got to the end of the road, and she went, "I've, I've not been out here." You know, and she seemed really shocked at the place we drive every day during yeah. the school term. And I said, "Yeah, I said it's like one of films." There was a film called Always, I think, where a Steven Spielberg film where a World War Two pilot is cryogenically frozen and then wakes up in modern time, wakes up in eighties. Yeah. And it felt like that, being back out, like, what is this? Well, I turned up at the school and one of the main car parks, well, the car park that I use has gone pretty much. It's it's just suddenly gone over Christmas. Dubai school car parks aren't car parks, by the way. They're just spare sand next to the school, aren't they? Every school has it and it always ends up getting taken over. Whoever's owned the land has just gone, sorry, sorry, school. Yeah, putting some barriers up. We've not decided what we're going to do yet. But we're just going to put some barriers up Probably just in case. Some offices or some yeah. houses there. But yeah, that so, was fun. Um, so you had that to deal with. Yeah. Today, driving back from school, there is a fork in the road. I have to come back via Betsy Pearl School. Yeah. And you know the fork in the road where we have to go right? Yeah. A guy, bear in mind, this is a motorway. Yes. So people are driving at motorway speeds. Yeah. A guy had gone the he'd gone right when he should have gone left. <gasps> He just slams his brakes and starts oh. reversing. He's two cars in front of me. So thank God I were concentrating. The van behind him stops dead. I stop and I'm oh instantly, I'm thinking I'm crashing here because there's no, it's wet. There's yeah. no way people are stopping. Wipe me hazards on and I just tensed up because I thought I'm going to get whiplash. Yeah. My car's going to get wrecked. He did, he kept, everyone's beeping, he kept reversing. I don't think I've seen this anywhere else in the world where people do it on motorways. It is Unbelievable. When you're in somewhere like Thailand or Sri Lanka, especially when we're there, yeah, it's a different. Uh, the system's different, but everybody knows the system. There's no sides of the road. People are all over the place. Yeah, the roads are a bit like smaller, and and everybody does it. And you're thinking in your head, I would be dead in five minutes driving on this road. Yeah, but you watch them, and they're driving. They'll drive off the road. They'll be have a big lorry at forty five degree angle, but they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you do see a fair amount yeah, of trucks here, on the side. But here, it's four by fours. People are driving massive cars. Yeah. And you're on really fast roads. And yeah. it is 
Stupid. I was glad to get home today. Yeah. I had planned on messaging you after I dropped honey and saying, Me, let's go and have a coffee together. Let's go to Costa and have a, <laughs> a nice coffee. By the time I got back to near where the Costa were, it was just traffic it. I was like, nice one, get me yeah. on, get yeah. on. And uh, yeah, that was that. So we're kind of up to date. Yes. Um, still very wet outside. Still feels very wet. I'm off work this week. I'm back in, uh, when well, my first show is going to be from Expo and I, on Sunday. So my new yeah. weekend, which is weird. Uh, I'm, I still haven't got my head around the new week. No, it's weird, isn't it? Well, the shock is Leo's still here, by the way. He goes on Saturday. Yeah. He flies on Saturday. So we're trying to keep him variant free and he's got to have his test. Oh, the PCR places now as well. The drive that mm. we've always showed off about how quick you can get a PCR test in Dubai. Yeah. But since the new year. Since Omicron. Yeah. It is packed. Yeah. You know, uh, there's all manner of stories going around. I mean, at least we've got them. It seems like in the UK you couldn't get tested over the last week or so. People were like, and people aren't getting results. Yeah, so at least I do always think we're slightly ahead of the curve here, but we're going to have to get Leo one in a couple of days. And that's been a shock. I think this new week thing, the girls went back to school on a Monday. We thought it was Sunday. And I I can remember you sitting down on yesterday and saying, oh my God, it's Monday. He's only got a few days left. Yeah. So we're trying to fit in. Well, I think he's off out with some mates today and yeah. I know he wants to do expo before he goes. But we, we sat around having dinner. It's weird because Betsy Pearl was a, a performing arts, but we sat and had dinner last night. We had a shepherd's pie, which is good rain food. Yeah. I had a really nice shepherd's Be- pie. Veggie. Veggie. Veggie shepherd's pie. And uh, I said it while we were eating dinner, didn't I? I was like, it feels normal that we're all here. Even yeah. though Betsy Pearl's not there, but to be honest, she barely ever is at the dinner table. But yeah. the four of us, we were having them chats that we always have, whatever the subject is, and it just felt really normal. And it felt like Leo had never been away. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it did, and it was nice. And I think it's took him till these last couple of days to sort of, not open up, but, you know, like he's become a bit more chatty and a bit more enlivened, hasn't he? You know, now the festivities are out of the way and now it's just the three of us. I had a couple of hours with him yesterday and it was great. We just watched film clips together, watched trailers, had big chats about films and stuff like, like we used to. Yeah. And it was really nice. And then last night at dinner, I, I had the nice feeling that it felt so comfy and we were eating big comfort food and it's cold outside and dark and just felt normal. It did. And Honey, Honey told us the story of her teacher who obviously listens to the podcast and almost dropped us in it. With, <laughs> well, well, look, we've said this before. If you listen to this podcast, because we said how weird it is that Honey's teacher had said to her, "Have you finished your Lego?" Yeah, and she's miss. What do you mean? And she said, "How do I know about that?" Yeah, because I've seen it on your dad's Instagram, and then which and, is weird. And then said, uh, "And uh, are you wearing your new earrings?" I think I don't think you've got them on. Yeah, we'd so. had a big Chris post Christmas rant about Honey's oh, earrings, yes. yeah, which she has been wearing since. But we had a chat about how weird that is. Like my my teachers didn't even. My dad never came to. I don't think he ever came to a parent teacher evening. Fair enough, he worked long hours. I get it, you know. But it's funny because because I professionally am was a teacher. Yeah, I still think of myself as a teacher. Yeah, so like. Th- Yesterday when I went in, the only people that spoke to me was two of the teachers and the owner. Like, yeah. and it's the same, I think, when we go to 
honey school it's the teachers we talk to and yeah. I, I th- because i still see myself as one of them you know like and there's a bit sometimes there's a bit of a parent teacher divide yeah but, but oh you have your shoes on you well, no, no no but i think professionally that you have to you know like oh, yeah you mean that divide yeah so but i i see myself as one of the teachers do, do you think the teachers who listen to this podcast and thanks for listening by the way if you're listening but do you think one of their ulterior motives to listening is are they going to say anything about nah, how the no. kids and schooling and stuff? Well, the one the one that I'm talking about that talked to Honey, no way. No, she, she's she's up for anything. She's a oh really? Yeah, <laughs> we'll be hearing about that next time. <laughs> is it? But it was very strange. But uh, my point about last night was it just felt on the one hand felt lovely and probably one of the first times I felt that as as with the Beatles thing the day before uh, that day, you know, just nice family time. And real family time, yeah. rather than Christmas presents or people round or, you know, Leonie's girlfriend round. It just, it felt like us and it was so nice. I'll take a lot of memories away from this Christmas, but I think there are a couple of little times, like last night when nothing special, we were just having a nice dinner, nice chats, but I've really missed that. Yeah. Because we're one of them families who eats dinner at the table every night. You know, I think it's really important. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing with families these days, there's the statistics say that most people don't now. Someone is normally working. Lives are disjointed. Once the kids get to teenagers, they don't want to be sitting out. Our kids are really stuck with that. Yeah. And yeah. I think our kids love tradition. I saw some somebody post a picture today of them at the airport sending their son back. Oh, my God. I'm looking forward to it. And I had that like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, fair play to Leo, he's kind of, like I keep saying to him, oh, you must be missing it back there now. And he's kind of, he's saying like, no, you know, I'm having a really good time here. And he's not paying lip service, he is. I think he's really enjoyed being home. I think he's enjoyed the food. Well, I said to him, have you not felt too claustrophobic being back? Because once you've got that independence, it's hard. Yeah. It is hard. And he said, no, not really. He said, he said, he said the only thing he struggled with a couple of times is, uh, honey, his sibling, like, yeah, bad, you know. but you know what? Again, real life. No, 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 but not, and he wasn't saying it in a bad way. He said that's the only time he's felt a little bit. And I think we've cut him way more slack than when he lived here. Like, we've not been forcing him to get up. Most days he's not getting, he's, he yeah. gets up at midday. And I thought when he come back, first thing he said when he come back, I want to do some cooking because I don't think he's been doing that much at college. Yeah. And I think he wanted to get back into cooking with his own pans, you know, what he's used to here. That's He's not delivered on that. And I thought, well, he might do a bit of dog walking for me. Not really delivered on that either. <laughs> so he's, he's we've kind of, he's had, it's a holiday, it's been a holiday yeah. for him, which yeah. is nice, you know. And I think it's been, you know, I've tried not, not to be on his back. You know, occasionally we have little whispers together. Oh, but... I think that's nice. Yeah. And I want him to go away thinking he he wants to come back next course, time. yeah. You know, sometimes you do things like this. I am missing my parents like mad. I'm missing your parents like mad. Yeah. S- some days when you're together, you're thinking, I can't wait to get away. And some days you're thinking, oh, I'm not coming back here again. But, you know, you get in that state. I would. I don't want him to be thinking like that. I want him yeah. to think that this is a safe, fun enjoyable place to come you know yeah i'm sure there's going to come a point because i'm sure you did it and i'm sure i did it in around his age and follow you know ensuing years where you do drift away a little bit and i thought it when i took that picture on new year's eve 
Others, I thought. I don't know. I don't know because I feel like as a family, we've always been very tight. No, tight, but... And people often say that about us as a family. You know, how many more New Year's Eves are we all going to be together at midnight? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I understand things like that, but that's fine. I know, but, you know, they're the things, aren't they? Like, we have little traditions and it's going to be sad the day... Yeah. You know, I reckon before long we'll take a photo like that and Leo won't be on it. And that's going to... We, you and I will feel that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and Betsy Pearl said the other day, I said I asked her a favourite bit of Christmas over dinner, and she yeah. said, be, Leo being back. And I said, what would you rather have for Christmas, Leo coming back or your presents? Yeah. With barely a pause, she said, Leo coming back. Yeah. I turned around to Honey, I said, what about you? She pleaded the fifth. She just, <laughs> she just carried on eating a dinner. <laughs> and then there was a point she went... Uh, yeah, I probably should have answered that like that. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. She's a one. Uh, recommendations. Yeah. Tick, tick, boom. Netflix. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Playing Jonathan Larson, who was a struggling Broadway musical creator. Yeah. Uh, we watched that the other night. Andrew Garfield. Very, very good. For me, that's a really great film. I actually thought... Because we were talking about Oscar buzz, we were talking about King Richard mm-hmm. with Will Smith in, because there's a buzz that he might get nominated for Best Actor. And I said straight afterwards, as much as I loved Will Smith in that, I think Andrew Garfield were probably better. Yeah, said, yeah. Because, because he more was, of a performance, because he had to... Well, I was going to say, he's out, he was out of his comfort zone yeah. for doing it, this musical role. Uh, I, so that's kind of like a 9, 10 out of 10 for me, that. Yeah. Uh, Last Train to Christmas, which was... Your nemesis, Michael Sheen. No, I told you, 2022, I'm going to love... His resolution. I'm going to love Michael Sheen. It's, him as a person, nice guy. It's just his act, acting greats on me. And because I, ah, I can only see Tony Blair every time I watch him. Well, he didn't go Blair at all I in did last see it a little Christmas. bit. I did see it a little oh, what, bit. Did you? Because I almost yeah. said to you... And, and I, I know, I genuinely, because I thought, I'm not going to... I've said, I've said to you, 2022, I'm not going to moan about watching him. Because he is a good actor. It's not. I'm not disputing that he's a good actor. It's... Just that he grates on me. If you've not seen this, he's on a train. It's pre-Christmas. Yeah. He's like, does he start off looking like Peter Stringfellow, I think? A bit, yeah. He's Well, that's he's owning a nightclub and... and... Basically, every time he goes through a carriage forwards, he ages like 10 years. And everything in that carriage becomes t- like, oh, here's somebody playing a Game Boy. Oh, here's somebody in a Sony Walkman. Oh, yeah. here's someone with a 1970s mullet and big orange sunglasses. So, so every time if he goes backwards, he you know and and it's a bit Christmas calorie where he has to change. It's very Christmas calorie, Christmas calories, (laughs) Freudian. Um, That could be today's uh, podcast title, (laughs) Freudian calories. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I don't think it was. I I wish I I was doing the Beatles. We were doing Beatles, so I wasn't concentrating quite enough as I wanted to. I would say seven out of ten. Yeah. Possibly eight with the Christmas yeah. percent. Decent. Um, here's one. The electric li- the electrical life of Louis Wayne. I loved this. Ten out of ten. I it's for me a good film is one I'm still thinking of days later. Yes. And I last night I was googling about Louis Wayne. Isn't that always because it's a true story? Yeah. But isn't that always? It affects your heart and, and your mind. Yeah. And an absolutely 
beautiful piece of art, this film. It looks stunning. The grading on it is stunning. The colours are stunning. The costumes are stunning. I can imagine this going up for a few Oscars. And it's funny because Benedict Cumberbatch, I when he first sort of came on the scene... Hold on. You're not, you, you know you've took Michael Sheen out of the envelope? No, 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 no. You're not no. thinking about putting Benedict in no, the envelope? No, no. When he, when he first came on the scene, I thought he was brilliant. And when he played uh, the scientist... Uh, Turing. Yeah, when he played um, Alan Turing, I thought he was amazing. And then I saw him in a couple of things and he became Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, I, I, it kind of annoyed me a little bit. But this film, he brought me back. He, I, I just really like him. No, no, I like him, but I, I think that like, a couple of things I've seen him in recently, I wasn't so keen on. I loved him in Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, he suits Sherlock. But maybe that's what maybe that's what I kept seeing was well, Sherlock. Because, yeah, because he's so well known for it. I loved him in that Patrick Melrose thing we watched, that short series where he was like a yeah, drug addict guy. I couldn't get past him being Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. in that. He, he's star, I, I've not seen him as Doctor Strange in anything else, but in Spider-Man No Way Home, which we watched with the kids at the cinema. Yeah. He was brilliant in that. No, he is, and that's what I'm saying. I think he's, he's I think he's a one But of I had best. that thing of it, seeing him, you know, and then this one, he became Louis Wayne. Like, I totally believed it. You know and, who I see him as the twin of? Matt Smith. Him and Matt Smith, to me, because he was Sherlock and Matt Smith were Doctor Who. Yeah. So you're instantly, that's who they are forever. And then Matt Smith went on to do Prince Philip in The Crown. I, and you're like, Unbelievable playing wow. that, yeah. And, and, and it, but, this, but this one, I, I think Benedict... Really, really good. Do yourself a favour, because this is one of them films with a weird title that probably skipped by you. Uh, the Electrical Life of Louis Wayne. True story about a uh, Victorian... Is it Edwardian or Victorian? Victorian artist. And I keep saying savant. He's one of these guys who seems weird, but he's good at everything. Painting, drawing, sport, everything. And I don't want to say any spoilers about the film. It's equally heartbreaking, beautiful, funny. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it'll make you think. Yeah. And it'll, uh, he's, if you've never heard of him, you will have seen his pictures. Yes. Won't you? Yeah. So a, a 10 out of 10 for me, that film. And me, yeah. All right. Um, they, you said we couldn't do a podcast today. I know. Look at that. I, think I know, right. but I think it's been, I don't know. Go on, tell me what you think. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what people like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's what we've done today, I would say, is what we do every time. I think it really I right. would like to do one with Leo and do the Right, so here's what here's the plan. We are planning on doing the fantasy reboot one, but the difficulty is Roger, who came round on New Year's Day, our friend Roger, who, who used to be the uh the fourth Beatle yes. on the Fantasy Reboot podcast, he's back at work this week and he's got uh you know, there's some COVID testing worries there, so we're gonna have to do it. With him on Zoom. Yeah. But I would also like to do a Leo one where we get him in and just have a chat because I think people would really like to hear him on here. Well, I, I heard him telling somebody a story the other day from uni that I'd not even heard. And I'm like, what's this? What's this? He's got so many funny stories. He's not going to tell you. He's not going to tell me. He's not going to tell oh, you no, and I. he was telling another adult. He was telling another adult and then he, then he started yeah, telling me about Laura, it. Laura, that adult... No, but that adult can't tell him off. That adult oh, is not his parent. You tells, and I. No, no, no. You don't think? No, I don't think it's like that. He's told us some funny stories. I just think it was one he thought he probably told us and then. Okay. We'll try and get him in then. So we'll, we'll, the fancy reboot one we should have done by this weekend. Yeah. Uh, then we need, we probably need to get him before that and get him. So let's do a, let's get him in for a quickie. 
if he's up for doing it. Yeah. And we'll uh, do some rapid fire questions at him. Yeah. We'll grill him. Lie detector <laughs> test. Uh, but thanks for listening, everybody, and do get in touch, do messages. Thanks for all your messages about the last one. We had some nice messages about the New Year's Day one. And I uh, hope the New Year's all right at, at the moment because I've not gone back to work. I st- I'm still in part. I'm still eating, you know, quite street for breakfast. So I'm, I'm still good. Yeah. It's a bugger to have to do with the uh, school runs again, but it's a good way to break yourself in. Yeah, well, me and you are going on a diet next week. Well, I, do you know what? I've not done it this year. I've not made that. <laughs> my, my New Year's resolution Oh, no, I don't year. think you should make it a resolution. I just... We're cutting back on the... Well, I'm trying to get through the Christmas chocolate. We've got a few more days. <laughs> yeah, big time. All right, we're going to head back in. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. The end. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.